The views and opinions expressed as the answer. Come in and sign up for the Nevada Racebook mobile app. For just a $50 minimum deposit, you'll have the Racebook right at your fingertips, no matter where you are in Nevada. It's convenient, fun, and easy to use. When you do have time to visit, South Point Casino is the perfect place to be. Our Racebook is completely separate from the sportsbook and totally dedicated to the horse player. With 52 overhead TVs, free Wi-Fi, and cocktail service, bring your tablet or smartphone and plug into the USB ports to look up your favorite handicapping website without draining your battery. Want to wager from your seat? No problem with our IPTs. Just sign up, make a deposit, and you're off to the races. Plus, you'll earn points for dining, hotel, movies, entertainment, and the spa just by using the club card when wagering. Whether you want to come in or play from the comfort of your home, South Point Casino's Racebook has you covered. Born from the tragedy of 9-11, the Tunnel to Towers Foundation is committed to helping our nation's heroes and their families in their darkest hours. When a first responder or veteran doesn't return home and leaves behind a young family, Tunnel to Towers supports them. The foundation pays off their mortgages and lifts their financial burdens through their Gold Star Family Home Program and Fallen First Responder Home Program. Through their Smart Home Program, catastrophically injured veterans and first responders regain their independence with a mortgage-free home, specially adapted adapted to meet their unique physical needs. Tunnel to Towers also provides housing assistance and services to our nation's homeless veterans through their Homeless Veteran Program. They are helping more than 2,000 in 2023 because no veteran should be living on the streets of the country they signed up to protect. Join Tunnel to Towers on its mission to do good and never forget 9-11 or the sacrifices made by our nation's heroes. Donate $11 a month at T2T.org. That's T, the number 2, T.org. Celebrating over two decades of consecutive broadcasts on the great game of horse racing in Las Vegas, the Race Day Las Vegas show thanks all of our listeners and sponsors for your appreciated support. The following is a Race Day Las Vegas presentation in association with Sirocco Productions Limited on the Race Day Las Vegas radio network. From the gaming capital of the world, time for Race Day Las Vegas, covering the sport of kings with a Las Vegas perspective. Now to the race desk with your host, Ralph Sirocco. From the backstretch to the turf club, at the race books and on the internet, to all horse players around the world, a good morning. All righty. Good morning, everybody. Welcome to the Race Day Las Vegas radio program, coming to you live and direct from the gaming capital world right here at the South Point Studios here at the South Point Hotel Casino on the Fabulous Strip. We're here on this Friday. It is, thank goodness, it's Friday, and we're moving into the weekend here after the holiday and all that. Now we're really getting into horse racing, etc., and also uh, final week of the NFL a lot of lame duck uh, games will be out there, that's for sure. And, of course, the national championship for college football on Monday. 
So there's a lot going on here at the South Point. We come to you live and direct from the South Point studios here at the South Point in Las Vegas. Want everybody out there to do me a favor right now. If you have not subscribed yet to the South Point outlet on YouTube, do it. You go to YouTube. You put in South Point Studio. You get to us there. You can hear us and see us on there. And there's a little icon there that says subscribe. It is free. Cost you nothing. We'd like to get all of our people who are watching and listening now to subscribe if you haven't. So do us that favor, all right? And, of course, we cover the world uh, through many different other platforms like our radio station, our simulcast station here in Las Vegas, Sports Talk 1400 AM, 107.1 FM. And, of course, uh, your iPhone, your Android, you can get the KSHP app so you can hear us now on your devices and certainly anywhere you get your podcasting as well. And, of course, all of the race day websites, racedaylasvegas.com.vegas.world.global. Got it all. We stream on that as well. So, however, wherever, whenever you get us, welcome to this Friday show coming to you from a very cold Las Vegas, Nevada. It's going to get cold. As a matter of fact, coming up this week, it will be below freezing overnight in a lot, a lot of parts of Las Vegas, including, of course, the outer areas as well. Right now here in Las Vegas, with about 10 minutes after 7 a.m., it's 38 degrees. Okay, so you need more than a, a sweater. You, now you need a coat and maybe a, a, a scarf, etc., for sure, to stay out there. It's going to get windy, too, which means you're going to get a wind chill going on here in a couple of days in Las Vegas. Just in case all you folks out there are getting ready to come into Vegas to spend a little... A weekend here. That's uh, the, what our weather is going to be like. As a matter of fact, on Sunday, we're not going to get to 50. Our high is going to be 49 with a little wind here on Sunday as well. Now, as far as across the country, well, uh, we it's pretty clear. It's clear on the uh, West Coast. It's clear uh, so far on the East Coast, except for there's a storm that's moving its way through uh, the, uh, the uh, Texas, Louisiana, Arkansas area. I understand that... Uh, uh, John Lendo has uh, something for us on Arkansas in just a moment when I introduce him here. But uh, that uh, storm is going to be making its way through to the East Coast. And uh, New York is expected to get maybe, won't get snow, but it might get rain over the weekend. We'll uh, get uh, jo- uh, Jonathan Hardoon's latest when he uh, reports with us uh, as far as uh, upstate New York, that's for sure. But there is a storm moving through there. But right now it looks like it's pretty good conditions. Now. I want to do, introduce one of our uh, our handicappers, the man who does the Lindo Report right here at the uh, South Point each and every day at the race book here. He's in studio with us today. John Lindo, good morning, my man. Good morning, Ralph. It's great to be out here. I'm looking forward to this. Uh, the, the Cowboys were here last time I was here. Yeah, that's right. I guess the rodeo's moved, Bob, that's but right. uh, we got a lot of other things going on. Yeah, cold out there, isn't it? Oh, it's nice, but it's fast and firm in the race book. Uh, that's right, it sure is, and it's nice and warm in, in the race book, too. Get a nice cup of hot cocoa, maybe, or something. Uh, John, you have uh, you, you you saw a tweet from uh, Mr. Dinnerman, who is the announcer over at Oakland, about the weather there today? Yeah, Matt Dinnerman, uh, who used to be the track announcer at Golden Gate, yeah. now doing uh, Oakland Park. He sent out uh, on X or Twitter, whatever you want to call it, a picture uh, from where he lives out there, and there, there's snow right now. It looks like snow flurries coming down. So wow. we'll kind of monitor what's going on at Oakland Park today. They they don't use any chemicals in the track because it's in a national park, so yeah. there's nothing they can do to, to keep it from freezing and stuff. So we'll monitor what happens today at Oakland. So we can't use chemicals at a national park. No. But they can find cocaine in the White House. 
<laughs> I'm not going there. <laughs> I just don't understand. Okay, anyhow, but the the chemical seems to work just fine at Aqueduct. I mean, it does help that racetrack out a lot. Yeah, uh, but it's just uh, the rules of the you know, rules of the game, and it's been that way a long time. That's why in, in January, or February, there will be a day or two where that track will freeze, freeze over, over when it's so cold, yeah. and they won't be able to train and they won't race. But wow. uh, yeah, right now some snow flurries, but uh, we'll see. I mean, it didn't look too bad. Okay, uh, now that I have you in studio, a couple of questions. Uh, I know that we had a couple of new jockeys in Southern California right on Sunday, and, uh, of course, we'll be watching uh, the new influx in jockeys. But, Graydon uh, Van Dyke, I've had a couple of people ask me, and I know you got a, tweet, uh, a request or two about Drayden Van Dyke, just kind of, like, slipped away. Uh, you know, we know he didn't get hurt, and right. we, we know he didn't ride anywhere else. What's the deal? I didn't know what happened to him, and uh, it was great that Steve Anderson at Daily Racing Forum put out an article. Uh-huh. Apparently, Drayden just took a couple months off, uh, just get a break, get away from all this stuff, kind of re- you know recharge his batteries. Uh-huh. And, uh, he hadn't taken a break, I think, since he was an apprentice. So uh, he is about ready to come back. He's doing well, according to the article. And uh, so that's what it was. I thought uh, when I was asked that question, it was during the Los Alamitos meet, I thought, well, maybe he's just taking off. Los Alamitos, Los Alamitos. Yeah, right. yeah. But uh, expect to see Drayden Van Dyke's name back in the entries very soon. You know, Kyle Frey did that. For, yes, he did. Uh, right, I think During Del- Del Mar. Del Mar, right? And yes. he came back at Los Al, and he's, uh, you know, it really helped him out. He's riding great. And, yeah. uh, you know, I got a chance to talk to him. His attitude's great. He, he said it was the best thing for him. He spent a little time with the family, just got away from this yeah. stuff. And, you know, it's a year-long game now, so right. you need a break once in a while. Maybe he uh, talked to Drayden and... Uh, advise them to do that but we'll wait and see when drayden comes back that's for sure and of course uh we have the pegasus world cup invitees we got the pegasus world cup turf invitees and we got the pegasus world cup philly mare turf invitees and the one that uh the one that's conspicuously missing as far as the turf is concerned is master of the seas right he's based in europe and uh he made the the invitation list and they weren't yeah. sure but i guess they were in contact with the the godolphin connections overseas uh, he will not be coming over for the Pegasus Turf. So uh, he might be back in the United States later this year. And yeah. you, you know with the Breeders' Cup at Del Mar, how well uh, you know, Charlie Appleby's done sure. down there. I would expect to see him back in the United States later And he's on. one of the top contenders for the Eclipse Award in that division uh, for uh, last year, too. Well, God, he, he won the mile from post-14. Yeah. That oh, was man. an incredible run. Uh, not only did he win the mile, but how he did it. He, he, he the last... The stretch run in the in, in the mile looked like everybody else had turned to stone, and he just went right by them all. I mean, it was amazing the uh, acceleration he had to get there. And those weren't bad horses he was no, running down. No, they he were ran down a stable Maj, who we know is a really good horse. Yeah. And and uh, you know, from post, he was wide every step of the way, and he got it done anyway. Spectacular performance. Yeah, no kidding. That uh, was a great deal there. All right, uh, Umberto Rispoli. Uh, got a four-day suspension. This has nothing to do with Heisa now. He's got a four-day suspension for a riding infraction, but four days instead of three? Right. He appealed it, and the appeal, the appeal was denied, so he'll start serving the four days tomorrow, Saturday. The, the problem that I see with this, Ralph, is that we only race three days a week now. Yeah. So for a regular riding infraction, it wasn't week. something awful. Over a week. Uh, over, in, he's going to have to sit out over a week, yeah. and, and I think that's a little strong, and I don't blame riskfully for appealing that trying to get that uh, time reduction uh, re- reduction in the time yeah it, it was denied though so he's gonna have to he's gonna have to sit down for the four days we'll bring him out here yeah yeah he can hang in with us 
I mean, we got so many uh, goombas here, you know, <laughs> me and, and, and uh, all the guy, other guys around here. Vinny right, his last name ends in a vowel, yeah. so he's, right. he's okay. He'll be okay here. Uh, in any case, uh, one last uh, note from Southern California. Uh, trainer Brendan Galvin, who's been training in Northern California, is uh, transferring to Southern California. I guess when they decided to close down Golden Gate, uh, the people running those two racetracks, the ownership, were uh, hoping that this would happen with a lot of the trainers up there. And this guy's got 25 heads, so that was the first good news, I think. Well, you know, it, he was planning to come down after Golden Gate was closing in June, uh-huh. uh, but the purse reductions kind of moved forward his his timeline, I think. Uh, he is the former assistant to trainer Bill Morey, who's now back east. He back was east, Bill yeah. Morey's assistant yeah. here. Uh, so he's from a barn that uh, knows how to win races. Um, he'll bring his horses down, I think, January the 16th. Not a, not all of them are coming down because not all of them fit Southern California. So I don't know how many are coming down. But uh, if you see that name, Brendan Galvin, he's from Northern California. And we'll see how the how these horses, as they come in, how they fit in the Southern California circuit. Right. You know, that's going to be the important thing to make this all happen is how these horses who are racing at a, a little bit le- lesser level in northern california can fit into the uh, condition book in southern california and i was talking with a couple of friends the other day and i said you know i think maybe i don't know if santa anita will go for this but i think that maybe the best thing the thing that would help out would be santa anita running its meet friday saturday sunday and run a meet on Wednesday and Thursday that would fit the Golden Gate horses. So now you've got seven, five days a week again, and the people that race at Golden Gate that fit into that uh, you know sequence and the horses and the competition there will have a, a chance to run. And with simulcasting, people in Northern California are going to be betting them just the same, and so will we in Southern California and here in Las Vegas. Well, it makes sense, but I think the hardest part for the horsemen up there is the cost of living down oh, here please, and yeah. the cost of doing business. Yeah. I mean. Uh, the day rates are much higher in Southern California. The workman's comp, even though it's the same state, uh, the workman's compensation uh, fees are higher in Southern California than Northern California. Mm-hmm. So the, there's a lot to have. they have to overcome. And can they bring horses down running at certain levels? Now, Santa Anita's changed the condition book a little bit. There are a couple lesser quality races to try and help those horses out coming down. But I, I don't know if they have enough to make a day, a full day or two of races for Northern California horses. Well, we'll wait and see, that's for yeah. sure. But uh, I guess that's kind of good news for Southern California, beef up the uh, population a little bit for horses. Whatever we can do to get horses in Southern California, we need them badly. Yeah, because the fields are kind of short today. Yes, they are. Yeah. 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 Well, you know, again, we talked uh, yesterday on the show. Yeah. Uh, there was no training Wednesday. We had a little light rain. It was, wasn't bad. Mm-hmm. Weather was fine yesterday, but because they closed the track Wednesday, joggers only yesterday. So trying to come into the races this weekend... You know, it's not the perfect scenario to get ready to run. And not only that, more than that, being fit to run. Yeah. You know, you, okay. Anyhow, uh, glad to see uh, John Lendo with us, and uh, he will be with us for the entire weekend, I understand. And uh, Jonathan Hardoon is standing by. I'm sure he wants to ask a question or two. So uh, we're going to go to our first break, and when we come back, we'll get you to the racing menu. And, of course, uh, Jonathan Hardoon along with us, along with Rich Ang. And uh, Jerry Jackwitz as well. So don't go away. It is finally Friday again. And this is the Race Day Las Vegas radio program. Coming to you live and direct from the South Point studio. Sign up. Subscribe. Subscribe. We'll be right back. Want to bet your favorite horse but can't make it to the race book? South Point Casino's race book has the answer. 
Come in and sign up for the Nevada Racebook mobile app. For just a $50 minimum deposit, you'll have the Racebook right at your fingertips, no matter where you are in Nevada. It's convenient, fun, and easy to use. When you do have time to visit, South Point Casino is the perfect place to be. Our Racebook is completely separate from the sports book and totally dedicated to the horse player. With 52 overhead TVs, free Wi-Fi, and cocktail service. Bring your tablet or smartphone and plug into the USB ports to look up your favorite handicapping website without draining your battery. Want to wager from your seat? No problem with our IPTs. Just sign up, make a deposit, and you're off to the races. Plus, you'll earn points for dining, hotel, movies, entertainment, and the spa just by using the club card when wagering. Whether you want to come in or play from the comfort of your home, South Point Casino's Racebook has you covered. Back on Race Day Las Vegas, time to get you your racing menu for today, reminding you that the first post time to be broadcast on this menu each and every racing day reflects that of the Pacific Time Zone. Because we're in the Pacific Time Zone, this is Race Day Las Vegas. We are in Las Vegas, and these will be the first post time to roll out right in the race book right behind us today. So if you're in the Pacific Time Zone, these are your post times. Everybody else listening out there, with all the multitude of platforms that we have, including here at the South Point Studio at YouTube. If you're not in the Pacific time zone, adjust to it from wherever you're at so you don't miss anything. Like I miss mom and dad, okay? Here we go. We begin the menu with Gulfstream Park. Gulfstream Park's got nine races today. Their first post time is 9-10. Gulfstream Park's pick six jackpot carryover, $76,135. First post time at Gulfstream, 9-10. All right, Laurel Park is next. Laurel Park has nine races. Their first post time at Laurel Park is set at uh, 9.25. 9.25 at Laurel today for their nine-race card. Then next comes Tampa Bay Downs. Tampa Bay Downs has a first post time of 9.35 for nine races. Tampa Bay has a pick-six jackpot carryover $6,271. That's Tampa Bay's pick-six jackpot carryover First post time is 9.35 for their nine race card. Aqueduct, the big A in New York, is next. Now, uh, the Aqueduct website says it's sunny and 30 degrees right now at Aqueduct. And the track is fast. But we'll wait and see how that weather might change as the storm makes its way to the East Coast. Aqueduct has eight races today. No stakes race. First post time at Aqueduct is 9.50. 9.50 for the first post at Aqueduct. Oaklawn Park where you heard uh, John Lindo say and uh, the track announcer there tweet out a nice picture of snowing at Oaklawn. So it was snowing at Oaklawn. We don't know how long it's going to last there. Nine races today at Oaklawn Park and a first post time of 10.30. 10.30 first post at Oaklawn. Sunland Park is back on the menu here in Las Vegas. Sunland Park has nine races. They got a couple of $100,000 stakes races today. The New Mexico State Racing Commission stakes is the seventh on the card. Five and a half furlongs, where seven go to the post, and the nine to five favorite there is Caprina Caprina. Then the eighth race will be the KLAQ stakes. The KLAQ stakes for 65000 
is at five furlongs. Eleven go to the post in that one. And the uh, favorite, wide open race, too. The favorite at four to one is Prayer of Jebzy. Okay, first post time at Sunland, 11.25 for their uh, nine race card at Sunland Park today. All right, then we go to Santa Anita. Santa Anita's first post time is 12 high noon. 12 high noon is first post at Santa Anita. They have nine races there today. And again, first post time is 12 noon at Santa Anita today. Golden Gate has eight races in Northern California. Golden Gate has a super high five carryover of $3,612. It's not a jackpot. Regular super high five carryover, $3,612 at uh, Golden Gate today for their uh, super high five carryover. Pick six jackpot carryover, $2,332. $2,332 in the pick six jackpot carryover. Golden Gate first post time for their eight races is at 12:45. Turfway Park, super high five carryover there today, $3,039. $3,039 for the super high five carryover at Turfway Park. Uh, post time for the nine races there is $255. $255 at Turfway today, and they got full fields there, man. They're getting horses. All right, Delta Downs has nine races. They got a couple of $75,000 stakes races. The Samstown goes as the second. The Orleans goes as the eighth. Nine races at Delta. First post time, 3.05. And then we wrap it up with Charlestown. Charlestown races. Pick six jackpot carryover, $3,152. Eight races at Charlestown in the first post time of 4 p.m. Pacific. And that is your racing menu for today. All righty. Time to go to... Jonathan Hardoon standing by. Jonathan, good morning. Good morning, Ralph. How are you? Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm doing fine. I got John Linda right here. It's a, it's a good time. I know. I heard. That's great. <laughs> the team is back. <laughs> yes, they are. We uh, got to get you out here, John. That's right. That's hey, it. The uh, the seminar, the South Coast seminar team is here now. It's coming up. Uh, Jonathan. Please. Five months away, but it's coming up. That's right. The derbies. That's right. It's, it's, oh, we're already, start, already starting to look at the derby, so don't worry about that. Seventh race uh, yesterday at Aqueduct, your horse got scratched. What could I do? He hey. got scratched. And, you know, your horse got scratched, and the winner of the race paid $2.80, so no big deal on that one, right? It's uh, amazing. It was a six-horse six field or something, and or a seven-horse field, and they had yeah. three late scratches down to a field of four. Yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah, that's what happened there yesterday. That's for sure. Uh, pick six uh, paid seven thousand three twenty-three fifty. So uh, I guess the highest-priced winner of the day came in the first race at twenty-four sixty, and everything else was pretty close to the vest. Uh, but uh, today, uh, Aqueduct, uh, they say the track is fast and it's sunny. It is, it is. But well, let's talk about it tomorrow when uh, the storm's supposed to come through. Supposedly, it's going to miss New York or Long Island, where uh, Aqueduct is, and uh, upstate New York, Saratoga. They're going to get slammed. You know, all around New York is going to get slammed. It may miss. They, they say they're expecting rain. So let's see what happens. All right. Now that, of course, is uh, at Aqueduct today, so that might change. What about uh, you're in upstate New York, and I understand you're going to get the snow, right? Yeah, we're supposed to get 8 to 10 inches, so I'll be leaving here shortly and heading back (laughs) to Aqueduct. (laughs) I see. Okay. In any case, you got four sheets out today. You've got uh, Aqueduct, Gulfstream, Oaklawn, and Santa Anita. I wanted to ask you a little bit about the Jerome because the Jerome is coming up, and uh, that that race there, uh, the Jerome is um, a race that's going to hold some uh, Kentucky Derby points, 10. 
it's not a. Uh, I don't think it's, it's a great. It's, it's not a great stakes race, but it has ten points. It does. It has ten points, and it's a short field. And the big favorite in there will be the rail horse. Uh, drum roll, please. And uh, he's in a good spot. There's some cheap speed in there, and uh, he drew the rail. It's going to be probably four to five or shorter, and uh, he is the most likely winner of the race. All righty, and uh, your man Brad Cock does so many three-year-olds going on right now, and he's got to keep them separated. Uh, where do we see some of his horses? He's bruised? all over the place. Yeah. Uh, he trains Drumroll Please, by the way, yeah. who's running tomorrow. Night. All right, so we're going to start out with Drumroll Please on uh, Saturday tomorrow at uh, at Aqueduct. John, you got any uh, ask, uh, questions you got for Jonathan now that he's here? Well, John, I, looking at the weather, it looks like we're going to get that weather, and will it be there all weekend in New York? It's not supposed to start till late in the afternoon tomorrow. So, you know, we could be safe. Sunday may be in jeopardy, but again, only rain at this point, but it could change because the snow is right on the right on the line there. All righty. Well, uh, you want to get to work and get us some horses? All right. Let's go to Aqueduct first and look at the fifth race today. This is a mile on the main track, and I like the number two horse in here, Goldini. This is a six-year-old gelding from the Rudy Rodriguez barn. He ran a big figure two starts back. Last time out, he reacted. Uh, he's drawn inside. He should get a great trip in here. Seven to two on the morning line. Ruben Silvera aboard to ride. I like number two, Goldini, to win today's fifth race out at Aqueduct. All right, fifth race at Aqueduct, number two, Goldini. Goldini, the two in the fifth race. That, of course, anchors the early pick four and early pick five at the big A today. All right, next. Let's go to race five at Gulfstream. This is a mile on the turf, and I really like the number five horse in here, Good Governance. Uh, this is an eight-year-old from the Anna Nav Navarretta barn. Rider switch today to Jose Ortiz. This horse has been all over the country. He's been at Monmouth, Saratoga, Aqueduct, Indiana Downs, and last time out at Turfway Park. Well, he ships back to Gulfstream today where he's run well in the past. I like the rider switch. I like the drop-in company. No one's claiming an eight-year-old. This horse is listed at 6-1 to one on the morning line. Number five, good governance is a pick-five single in today's fifth race. Well, that's a goodie there. In the fifth race at the Gulfstream, the five good governance, uh, Jose Ortiz aboard, the five in the fifth race, easy to remember there. That's the anchor in the early pick five, early pick four. And like Jonathan said, it's uh, a singleton to him in the pick five, that's for sure. Now, don't forget, folks, hardworking Jonathan Hardoon has four complete sheets today. Gulfstream, Oaklawn, Santa Anita, and Aqueduct. Uh, so make sure you get them there. Uh, Jonathan, do you have any questions for John? No, we're good. Okay. <laughs> I, was happy to see him. I was happy to listen to him. Uh, and uh, I don't know why they canceled works yesterday at uh, Santa Anita, but I guess they do. And uh must be very tough to train there if you have horses coming up for races and they're not letting you train. That can't be good. No. And, uh, you know, that and not, not having a stri strict and constant training uh, you know, program for horses can lead to injuries as well. There's no signs to their madness, Ralph. It, it, you know, if the rain comes, okay, you cancel training, but you don't cancel it without there being a problem. It just doesn't make any sense. Enough said, Jonathan. Thank you so much, my man. Talk to you tomorrow. Thank you, Ralph. Stay safe and be well. All right, we'll talk to you tomorrow. Um, before we uh, go to a break, I did want to ask you, John, because I didn't get around to this uh, when it happened a couple of days ago because we were busy. Shecky Green. Oh, yes. Shecky Green passed away. 
he was uh, he was iconic in this town, not only for his performances on stage. I mean, the guy uh, started performing here, I think, in 19... Uh, I wrote it down here somewhere. In 1950... Uh, where was that? 19... Ugh, that page is stuck. 1954, he started uh, entertaining here in Vegas. So six decades he was here. He opened up for guys like Elvis Presley, Frank Sinatra, etc., and, and as a headliner himself. But the good thing about... Uh, Chucky Green was, he was a horse player. He loved horse playing. Absolutely. He loved it. Uh, he played all the time with my late friend, uh, Hank Goldberg, who yeah. retired out here to Las Vegas. They uh, would play together the races. Yeah. They named a horse after Chucky Green. Ran in the Derby. Chucky Green, the, the horse, ran in the Derby. He was a really good sprinter who was out of his element in the Kentucky Derby, but he was a good horse. Well, he set the first quarter mile. He went by those twin spires the first time in front. The year he was in the Kentucky Derby, he went right out to the lead. Yeah. Shecky heard his name a few times yeah, in yeah. Kentucky. Yes, he yeah, did. That's right. uh, I'll tell you a quick story, and then we got to go. A quick story. Here at the South Point, I'm sitting down playing the races with uh, Pat McQuiggan, who's also uh, in the big racetrack in the sky now, unfortunately for us. But uh, I was sitting there, and it, was, it wasn't on a big day. So we were in, in the front row sitting around talking and betting a few horses. Uh, and guy behind me started uh, doing the, a race call. And so I didn't think of nothing. And then come the next race, he started doing a race call again. The guy's behind. So I, I said, you hear this guy? I mean, he's he, we're trying to watch the race, and, and he's doing the race call, etc." So I turn around <laughs> to say something. I mean, like, could you tone it down? We'd like to hear that. And it was Shecky. <laughs> he he was really he was barbing us. He was waiting to see how long it took us to turn around and tell him to shut up. But that's the kind of guy he was. He was a great guy. Really. Oh, he was he was at home in a race book. Yes. Absolutely loved it. We miss you, Shucky. That's for sure. But we know you're having a lot of fun in the racetrack in the sky with a lot of other friends. Okay, now we're going to take a break, and when we come back, um, we'll continue with the race day show. But don't go away. We're going to uh, hopefully we're going to have Rich Ang with us, and uh, of course. We have John Lindo right here with us as well. Jerry Jackowitz will join us a little bit later. Don't go away. Born from the tragedy of 9-11, the Tunnel to Towers Foundation is committed to helping our nation's heroes and their families in their darkest hours. When a first responder or veteran doesn't return home and leaves behind a young family, Tunnel to Towers supports them. The foundation pays off their mortgages and lifts their financial burdens through their Gold Star Family Home Program and Fallen First Responder Home Program. Through their Smart Home Program, catastrophically injured veterans and first responders regain their independence with a mortgage-free home, specially adapted adapted to meet their unique physical needs. Tunnel to Towers also provides housing assistance and services to our nation's homeless veterans through their Homeless Veteran Program. They are helping more than 2,000 in 2023 because no veteran should be living on the streets of the country they signed up to protect. Join Tunnel to Towers on its mission to do good and never forget 9-11 or the sacrifices made by our nation's heroes. Donate $11 a month at T2T.org. That's T, the number 2, T.org. Want to bet your favorite horse but can't make it to the race book? South Point Casino's race book has the answer. Come in and sign up for the Nevada Racebook mobile app. 
For just a $50 minimum deposit, you'll have the race book right at your fingertips, no matter where you are in Nevada. It's convenient, fun, and easy to use. When you do have time to visit, South Point Casino is the perfect place to be. Our race book is completely separate from the sports book and totally dedicated to the horse player. With 52 overhead TVs, free Wi-Fi, and cocktail service. Bring your tablet or smartphone and plug into the USB ports to look up your favorite handicapping website without draining your battery. Want to wager from your seat? No problem with our IPTs. Just sign up, make a deposit, and you're off to the races. Plus, you'll earn points for dining, hotel, movies, entertainment, and the spa just by using the club card when wagering. Whether you want to come in or play from the comfort of your home, South Point Casino's Racebook has you covered. Back on Race Day Las Vegas for this Friday in studio with us, John Lindo. And right now coming through to us uh, via his uh, website is uh, Rich Eng. Richie, good morning. Hey, good morning, Ralph. Good morning, John. Good to see you. Good to see you, Richie. Hey, by the way, Richie, I, I'm in California, so I have been having a lot of, for entertainment purposes, only winning yeah. wagers on your, on your football plays <laughs> during the bowl season. Congratulations. What a run you've had. Hey, thank you very much. Uh, you know, I, uh, since I moved out to Vegas 25 years ago, uh, I've really spent a lot of time uh, uh, in the sports books as well as the race books. And uh, um, I, I like handicapping, uh, especially during the football season and a uh, little bit of basketball. And, you know, I, I don't bet hockey, guys. Uh, that's about the only thing I don't bet uh, in the sports book. But, um, you know, one thing that I've really gotten interested in, uh, with, if I can share with the listeners, is future book betting. And over the years, Ralph, I know we've discussed some of the, uh, the situations I've been able to get myself into, and uh, sometimes good, sometimes not so good. But uh, uh, it, it's very similar to the, the, the Kentucky Derby future books. Uh, you know, you're trying to bet long term, but you're looking for value. And uh, I, I find that to be a really good way to, to invest in trying to make some money. Uh, Rich, uh, I've got to ask John, uh, entertainment purposes Bets like so they owe you a lot of drinks somewhere along the line or what's it? What's I've it got matchsticks all over okay, my house. Okay, all right. <laughs> 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 yeah, um, Richie, this weekend is going to be a very difficult weekend to uh, use the normal handicapping principles for for football because with the teams that are going into the playoffs and the ones that have already made the cut and they're going to be in the playoffs and don't have anything to gain in winning or losing this final week in the in the football. There's a lot of the premier starters on these teams that are just going to take a rest. How do you handle that? Well, there's a lot of angles in play. Obviously, uh, there's a lot of teams still mathematically eligible to make the playoffs, some a lot stronger position than others. But, you know, one of the things that we've learned over the years, Ralph, and it just makes common sense, is just because a football team uh, needs to needs to win a game doesn't mean that they are going to win a game, and uh, a lot of teams that with no pressure, you know, playing for pride or you're you know maybe just uh, uh, on the outside looking in a little bit, they really play. I mean, the thing about professional sports, guys, is you know you hear uh, experts in quote talking about teams tanking, whether it's football, 
hockey, basketball, you know, whatever, for draft position. Well, when you think about it in terms of uh, a professional athlete and also the coaches and the managers and things like that, none of these guys are tanking because their careers are on the line and, you know, they're, they're, they're trying to play for the next contract. So when you think about teams tanking, it's maybe on a management level, but not on the player level. Well, not only that, but the backups that get a chance to uh, play on Sunday are looking for uh, possible next steps as well and uh, and are trying to help their resume, right? Oh, absolutely, Ralph. Absolutely. You know, uh, you know. for example, uh, you know, one of the games I like is tomorrow is the Pittsburgh Steelers game against the Ravens. It's game 467-468. Now, the Ravens have already locked up the number one seed, so they're going to sit a lot of people, including quarterback uh, Lamar Jackson. So Tyler Huntley is going to play. Mm-hmm. But uh, the Steelers are still mathematically uh, eligible, you know, to possibly make the playoffs. They need to win the game, but they also need to have some other situations happen to propel them into the playoffs. But uh, quite frankly, uh, I like the Ravens. Uh, they're plus four points uh, on the uh, point spread. Huntley actually, believe it or not, made the Pro Bowl last year. Uh, I guess a lot of the starting quarterbacks opted out, but he played in the Pro Bowl against Derek Carr uh, for the other uh, conference. But, uh, you know, the thing about Harbaugh, and uh, I heard this on uh, another show, which which made perfect sense, Uh, 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 Harbaugh has one of the best uh, win-loss and against-the-spread records in the exhibition season of any NFL coach. So, uh, uh, you know, just the fact that he always coaches to win. He doesn't coach to pl- come in second. So uh, I think the plus four is a live bet with the Ravens, even though they don't need to win a game. All right. Well, we will get uh, your selections uh, tomorrow and, of course, uh, on Sunday as well. I guess the only two two games really on the docket that really mean something that uh, the winner is going to uh, take an advantage and the loser won't. And that is, of course, the Bills and the Dolphins and uh, tomorrow the Texans and the Colts, right? Well, those, uh, yeah, among the games where teams really absolutely need to win, mm-hmm. there's a lot on the line for both of those games, Ralph. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Bills are at the Dolphins. That's 455 uh, against 456. Yeah. The team that wins that will win the Eastern Division, guarantee themselves, uh, the, the, the AFC East, guarantee themselves a home game in the first round of the playoffs. Mm-hmm. And uh, incredibly enough with Buffalo, if they lose the game, there is a formula for them to miss the playoffs entirely. So obviously they have a lot to play for. Uh, Miami's really beat up. They've had quite a few injuries. So that game's real interesting. And then uh, the other game you talked about was the, the Colts and the, te- the uh, Houston Texans, the winner of that. Uh, we'll make the playoffs, and a loser is out. So that that essentially is a playoff game. It is a playoff game, yeah, and that'll be on uh, uh, tomorrow at the uh, night game at 515 Texans and Colts. All right, time to get a pick at Santa Anita. Get back to horsepower here. Yeah, I tell you what, I'm going to go more for a surest-type winner. It was kind of short fields mm-hmm. and uh, find a, you know, a big long shot or anything like that. But mm-hmm. uh, in the uh, fifth race, uh, I like the number six horse, Quaria. Thunder, uh, Peter Erton, uh, he has a nice run. He had a nice year last year. He's had a nice run. Uh, picks up Flavion Pratt. This horse has been nibbling twice, but uh, I think this horse is set for a go, uh, a single for me in the horizontal wagers. Number six, Quarry of Thunder in the fifth race at San Diego. It is the anchor race in both the early pick five and early pick four. And, uh, of course, uh, it'll start the late pick five and be right in the pick. It's just a pivotal race, that's for sure. So in the fifth race, number six, 
uh, Caria Thunder, the six in the fifth race, is uh, Richie's picks. Don't forget, you can get uh, Richie's entire selections for today at Santa Anita right at the RacedayLasVegas.com website. So, unless you have, uh, tell him any more of the mythical bets that you might have, John, we'll let, we'll let him go. <laughs> no, but I want to make sure on Sunday we get a play for the college football final on Monday because oh, we uh, will, yeah. I'm in town, so yeah. I can actually put away the matchsticks and go to the sports yeah we will that's going to be a fun game uh michigan and washington that's for sure but we'll save that for sunday hey thanks a lot rich hey thanks good luck everybody all right we're going to go to a break and when we come back we're going to go to john lindo right there and jerry jackowitz as well so don't go away want to bet your favorite horse but want to bet your favorite horse but can't make it to the race book south point casino's race book has the answer Come in and sign up for the Nevada Racebook mobile app. For just a $50 minimum deposit, you'll have the Racebook right at your fingertips, no matter where you are in Nevada. It's convenient, fun, and easy to use. When you do have time to visit, South Point Casino is the perfect place to be. Our Racebook is completely separate from the sportsbook and totally dedicated to the horse player. With 52 overhead TVs, free Wi-Fi, and cocktail service, bring your tablet or smartphone and plug into the USB ports to look up your favorite handicapping website without draining your battery. Want to wager from your seat? No problem with our IPTs. Just sign up, make a deposit, and you're off to the races. Plus, you'll earn points for dining, hotel, movies, entertainment, and the spa just by using the club card when wagering. Whether you want to come in or play from the comfort of your home, South Point Casino's Racebook has you covered. Day Las Vegas show, the only exclusive daily local media racing information source in Las Vegas. All righty, back on this Friday show to wrap it up. It's always a pleasure and always nice to have John Lendo here in studio with us, so we don't have to hook up with him uh, on the uh, satellite, that's for sure. So, again, good morning, John. Hello again. <laughs> How you doing, my man? Now, we went through a lot of uh, news at the uh, top of the show from Southern California. But one we left out that I wanted to get to was Eddie Truman. Eddie Truman has retired. Yeah, Eddie's uh, been a trainer in Southern California for over 50 years. Uh, way back when, when he started out, he had two owners, Bud and Ann Parker. Mm-hmm. They did a lot of claiming. They had a horse named Bud Royale, yeah. who turned out to be a really nice horse. He was a half-brother to Tiz now. Yeah. And uh, Eddie's had a lot of good horses through the year. He just... Uh, just a good, solid horseman. Yeah. Uh, he decided to wrap it up. Uh, December 31 was his last day, so he's he's retired. He gets on his bike every day. He rides all over the, all over the place. And yeah. uh, 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 you won't meet a nicer man than oh, Eddie Truman. I know. I remember Eddie Truman in another lifetime when I was, uh, you know, doing riding, uh, exercising, and on the backstretch when I was a kid. And uh, I, I remember Eddie then. And, he, you know, he was just a good guy. He's the same guy now. Same guy now, just as pleasant as can be. And uh, I miss when horsemen like this leave the business because it's a better yeah. business with guys like him in yeah. No question about that. Eddie, enjoy your retirement, and I'm sure he'll still have be dabbling somewhere in horse racing. He can't, can't let that go. It, once it's in your blood, it's hard to get out of it. That's for sure. All right, uh, John, you know, normally I, you know, got to ask you for a horse, and I'm not going to change now. <laughs> well, we can do that. Let's go to Santa Anita. I'll go to race number eight today. In the eighth race of Santa Anita, number seven, Patron de Oro, went down to his nose at the start last time, lost all chance, uh, didn't run badly after that. The important thing is a very healthy work pattern coming out of that race. 
slight drop in class. He's a big horse, so I like an outside post number seven for him. Three to one on the morning line. If he breaks, he's going to be awful tough to beat here. So number seven, Patron de Oro, race number eight, Santa Anita. All right, eighth race. Uh, I guess we could call that the feature today. You got nine races. So in the eighth race, uh, six and a half furlong event. You like number seven, Patron de Oro, the seven with Mr. Herrera aboard. This kid can ride a little, can he? Yeah, you know, and, and he gets on a lot of horses in the morning, and he rides at Los Alamitos at night. So yeah. He's not a slacker. He, he's he, a hard he, worker. He works hard. Yeah. Yes. He probably helps to keep the weight down, too. <laughs> I, I think he can eat well because yeah. he's a busy man. All right, eighth race, the seven, Patron Dioro. The seven and the eighth is uh, John Lindo's pick. Now, I want to remind everybody out there that this man's Lindo report that's available every Southern California Racing Day and bonus days on other days when the Southern California Racing is kind of light is available right now in the South Point Race Book only here in your gaming capital. The Linda Report, comprehensive uh, selections in all the races, plus the suggested late pick four, and all that goody information that we were talking about, it's all in one comprehensive sheet. It is available here at the South Point only, and it is free of charge, complimentary to you, because they love horse players here, and John Lindo's report as well. John, um, a couple of other quick notes. Rosario back? Rosario, Jarrell Rosario returns to Santa Anita. He'll be riding the the meet here now. He had a a couple of days of suspension from a Saudi Arabia ride, and then Mm -hmm. he was down at Oakland Park riding the Smarty Jones on uh, Sunday or Monday. So he's back here. He'll, He'll be here now on a regular basis, at least, I think, to the beginning of April. Uh, now we already talked about Rispoli, so he's uh, off for the week. Well, he, he rides today, and okay. he starts the four-day suspension tomorrow. tomorrow. You won't see Edwin Maldonado today. He has one of those one-day he's a whip okay. suspensions. So, yeah, he gets to sit and watch, but uh, he's off to a good start at the meet. All right, now uh, usually when we have the beginning of the week in Southern California, you update the uh, jockey and trainers. So, what's the deal? Juan Hernandez is your leading rider. That's Ooh. no surprise. He's got the eight winners, and then. Antonio Fresu, Edwin Maldonado, and Umberto Rispoli, they're all tied with six winners. Okay. As far as the trainers go, Mark Glad, he's off to a great start. I think he's 6 for 11 for the meet, so better than 50%. Wow. And then you have Bob Baffert and, uh, with four winners and Richard Mandela with three. Glad. You know, he was he was doing good uh, for most of the year last year, too. I mean, he's yeah. getting hot. Oh, the second half of the year, he has been rock solid. All right, what about the favorites? I'm surprised the favorites are winning... Only thirty four percent. It seems like it's a higher number than that. Uh, I guess when you know when the favorites do win, they've just been pummeled in the wagering. So thirty four percent for favorites. Yeah, you're right. Uh, you know, you expect it to be high because you're seeing a lot of maybe uh, five and six dollar winners. But in those races, there's a horse that maybe four to five. That exactly. Got beat, yeah. You know? So even if you're beating favorites, sometimes they're not paying a whole. No, no, not at all. But uh, you can you can find little nuggets there. And, we're, uh, we're trying. Let and, me... Yeah, that's right. Everybody get that Lindo report to get those nuggets there. All right, now we're going to uh, wrap up our guests today and our handicappers with Jerry Jackowitz. So let's go right to Jerry. Hey, good morning, Ralph and John. Yeah, John's, hey, in, John's in studio here, Jerry. Yeah, it's uh, very, uh, it's really good for me because I can actually hear you both talking. Normally, when John's at, you know, I guess at home, yeah, I hear you, Ralph, but I can't hear John. So it's nice to hear both of you talking. It certainly is. That's yeah. for sure. Uh, okay, give us the, what's the hat now, this morning? Oh, okay, so, uh, you know, I went to Spain this uh, this past year, and uh, I ended up in Seville. This is Sevilla. Uh-huh. See the uh, guitar, that's all from Seville. Okay. Uh, it's where I was thinking of a change of profession, going from a uh, professional handicapper to a flamenco dancer. But, yeah. But I got over. <laughs> you, you know what yeah. I think? 
That's bull. <laughs> I was going to say bull, bullfighting. Yeah, that's right. Bullfighting. That's right. exactly right. Yeah, go into bullfighting. Bullfighting is not for me. <laughs> so that's what the hat is. Uh, it's from Seville. All right. Now, your uh, power pages today is set up for wet racetrack. Now the, at, in, Aqueduct. at Aqueduct, right. Well, we, Santa Anita is fast. But at Aqueduct now, their website posted uh, fast racing conditions there. Yeah. What's the deal? I have no idea. I mean, <laughs> I'm being so confused by every different weather person. My, my, my best weather spotter uh-huh. assured me 100% it was going to rain today at Aqueduct. So, and that's what the sort of the, 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 you know, the, the national forecast was saying. So I kind of went with it, you know, and uh, John uh, Hardoon was telling us uh, you know, it's going to be terrible. And so I don't know. So here's what you're going to do. If you get the power page, you're going to reverse engineer. If you see a, a P, an M horse, you're going to take it down a point or so. so okay. Um, All right. You're going to take, there's something going on behind you there. But- yeah. Hold on. I got to get him in. Uh, my assistant. <laughs> you know, all I can tell you, Jerry, is uh, you, you really have to clean up your act. <laughs> These I mean, guys are I mean yesterday, Ilias, yesterday you gave me forgiveness as the horse of the year. That's not going to happen. <laughs> He's going to be two-year-old of the year, but that's it. So, hey, I, wait a second. Yeah, I think uh, I think a horse named Secretariat was horse of the year at two years old, wasn't? But he's not. He's not secretary, and not and, and he's not horse of the year this year. I'm talking about this year. Oh, I, I think you meant you're voting for next. Year. Okay, I think I think fearlessness should be the horse of the year. Yeah, actually, actually, it's not this year because the twenty. It was the the year of two thousand twenty three. Let's get that correct so oh. we don't get any emails. Okay. Anyhow. Uh, okay, so now is everything set? You got your T-shirt, you got your cap, you got um, your friend in the in the place, and everything's fine. Everything's good. Okay. You know, yesterday though, know, I do get a, a, a quick pass because my computer was done it from the fritz, and I had a yeah. whole new operating system put in. Uh, by the way, uh, we want to give you credit for a reverse play yesterday. Yesterday, your key horse ran second in the fifth race. You were beaten by a fourteen sixty horse, and that uh, exacta the buck uh, reverse exacta paid sixteen forty for a dollar. And like you say, sometimes you're better off being a little wrong and still cashing, and that is one of the examples. Oh, it was a great example. Yeah, it was a really, uh, it was a good play. And again, that's the idea of a key horse is to be able to beat the odds with the win a little bit and give yourself place protection. And sometimes the place protection turns out to another win bet. So. Now, uh, on the uh, on the um, website at uh, NYRA, they've got two horses with a. a changes equipment changes that are, are a little bit and one horse is uh, the seven horse asa lerina uh in the in the eighth race the seven horse is going to wear a cheek piece again okay do you, do you know what a, can you explain to the folks what a cheek piece is yeah I, I, you know i think john would be a better all right, uh, all right, we're gonna get, I, think I think it's a form of a blinker that's very small it's yeah, Bravo. as opposed to a horse wearing the hood with a blinker, yeah, it's it's put on the side of the bridle, and it, it does the same effect in that it kind of keeps their focus ahead, but it, it doesn't put on there. Maybe they don't like wearing the hood, but it's it's a way to try and help them focus and keep their their eyes going forward. All right, now yeah. there, there's another horse, uh, Ala Awilaway, Awilaway, the uh, eight horse in the seventh race, going to wear a mask again. 
a mask. Uh, is this easy trying not to get COVID or what's the deal here? <laughs> John, mask? I have no clue. You have no <laughs> idea mask, what the mask is? It could be the back. Maybe he's wearing earmuffs on the mask and no blinking. Probably, you know, they put that thing over with the other, but, you know, it might be another horse trying to get in on <laughs> but he's got a tattoo, so right. it unless, won't work. Unless he's trying to rob somebody. Yeah, I don't smash think, yeah, and grab yeah, later right, in yeah. the day. Yeah. All right. Well, and, well, there it is. There it's the heist. Uh, yeah, it's the heist uh, angle. All right, anyhow. Uh, now back to serious stuff. Give us a couple of horses. <laughs> okay, let's go to race number four today at Aqueduct for our first play. Four to one, we have Jester's Song. That's the eight horse in the fourth race. Uh-huh. Uh, it's really a, a horse, a, a gelding that... They found a good rhythm for him in terms of spacing his races. I think this works. The class drop is just about right. He did well at 25. I think today we can expect a bigger run. From the outside, I like the 8 over the 259, small reverses. But the 8, Jester's Song in race 4. All right, fourth race, uh, the 8 over 259 in reverse, $2 ROI in the 8 in the fourth race. And now we'll go to uh, Santa Anita. Uh, yes, we will. We're going to go to race number seven here. Mm-hmm. And, uh, boy, Palios Princess really pops off the page for me. I think she's just a lot faster than these. Had a race on the dirt, which was we'll just toss out because she can't run on the dirt, but she sure is good on the turf. I like the nine in race number seven a whole lot. It's mm-hmm. seven to two in the morning line. I might go down to two to one or even the eight to five here. I like the nine over the three, four, five. Do my reverses again, three, four, five over the nine, but the nine, Helios Princess is a true feature play and pop out key. All right, the nine in the uh, seventh race, uh, three, four, five are the link ups, nine, uh, first and second there, Helios Princess in the seventh. And our uh, handicappers uh, gave us sequentially uh, three out of the late uh, pick five races. In the fifth race, we'll single the sixth. Sixth race, we'll take an all, that's only six horses there. Seventh race, we're going to take your nine. Eighth race, we're going to take John Lindo seven. And in the ninth race, uh, we might have to take all there, and there's 11 there. So it's a pretty uh, economical uh, ticket, uh, considering yeah. that it's the late pick five and could play some, pay really uh, nice if these horses connect. And, of course, we get a nice uh, kind of geek horse in the uh, two all races. So we'll uh, take a look at that as well. I uh, want to remind everybody that uh, your full uh, power pages for Aqueduct and Santa Anita are available right now at jerrychasepowerpage.com. Would you like to ask Jerry any questions? I, in, make it fast because his dog is in the back. Saying, his dog is hungry. I don't think the dog liked his pick. I mean, uh, the, the dog was not happy about that. So I, I want, yeah, who's, no. who's the dog like? Yeah, maybe maybe we ought to get the dog to start picking horses for us. But you're well, doing. No, 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 no. We got to go, Jerry. <laughs> there. All right, here he is. There he is. Okay, that's the culprit He's right there. All right, get him, get him to start uh, doing greyhound racing. Okay. <laughs> All right. No, and, no, he likes the horses. All right. Who do you like to pick a winner? No, no. All right, knock it off. We got to get out of here. Anyhow, uh, I want to thank uh, John Leonard for being here in the studio. He'll be back with us tomorrow, and uh, I'm sure maybe uh, Jerry and John and myself and everybody else will go on stage getting that little act going, whatever. Go ahead and say it, Jerry. It's smoking beer. Go ahead and say it. Have a great race day, everybody.